I was gonna include. I was gonna say something. I was like, you know what's stuck in my head now, and it's your turn to get the earworm. Baby shark, do 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 do. Baby shark, do 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 do. Baby shark, do 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 do. Baby shark, mommy, do 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 I'm just clicking. Oh, I could do that. Yeah, I was just clicking <laughs> random answers. I was literally clicking like children five to seven. I don't even know what the question is. Hello, everyone. Happy Friday. And thank you once again for tuning in. To the funny business podcast we were having a great day and we hope that you are too and hope this makes your day even better um mike just jump right into it how's it going buddy oh dude happy friday man i mean you know it's kind of awful that we have to record and just say happy friday but seriously once this podcast is out it's friday we're having a great day it's a good day to have a great day uh you know, Matt, I, I'm doing well. Uh, we're kicking into moving into homecoming uh, hell these next two weeks. So uh, as of Friday, this is literally the almost the week before things go down. So a little, a little stressed, but I, I think things will, will work out the way that they always do. I think you guys have a great plan and it's going to go smooth as always. Yeah, I mean, that's like the biggest thing with any uh, alumni slash university initiative nationwide is the fact that since everybody's going virtual and everybody's asking, well, what's your goal and all that? There's never been a baseline to literally anybody because they've never done virtual events. So it's kind of a nice way to see ways that we can enhance our alumni experience, but also be able to work with anything that's a possibility. Maybe we want to do some virtual events if some alumni can't make it on top of when we're able to have an in-person homecoming once again. Yeah, and I think it helps too that people have been doing these virtual, you know, meetings and events for so many months now that people are used to it and they're kind of getting accustomed to okay, having virtual events and it's it's not like people are getting more acclimated with Zoom calls and all that fun stuff and YouTube and all all everything like that. So it's going to make it easier for people to get the access to it. So that there's not as much worry in their minds of what's actually going to happen. Yeah, no, I I think you're you're right, Matt, and I think the best thing too is it's it's on a, a, a wow a level playing ground uh just on go. the fact that like there's some people that come to homecoming every year and then there's some people that physically cannot make it because of work or because of how far away they live now everybody's on the same plane as far as them attending homecoming this year so i'm excited to see who joins us and all the things that could possibly go wrong <laughs> as far as, uh, no, I, n- nothing should go wrong. It should just be quite the day as far as uh, some of the things we got going on. But And it'll just make next year's homecoming even better. Oh, dude, I cannot wait. We're going to be oh. sharing some brews. We're going to be yep. doing a live podcast from homecoming. <laughs> I'll make some pudding shots. Oh, jeez. Oh, yes. <laughs> Literally, we'll be a part of the event in the brochure. Like, there'll be a live podcast going on. We'll be like Barstool with their game do it, broadcasts. <laughs> do it in the theater with a live audience. Oh, dear God. 
That'd be awful. <laughs> no, that'd be awesome. I mean, it'd be awesome, but who? It would be like a group of ten, just like clapping their hands in the back, and like five of them are like our significant, like f- five of them are there are our significant others. <laughs> Some of them being our significant others, and then others being our parents. <laughs> That's okay. We're still a live audience. Yeah, live audience. I mean, oh, what are you gonna do? But enough chitter chatter about work because you know. Work sucks. It's Friday. We're going to talk about something else. Uh, Matt, we're going to jump into the entertainment topics for today. We always do follow-ups on some topics that we usually discuss in previous episodes. But in most cases, we don't discuss about them until episodes later. Um, we are doing a interesting and unusual recap from last week's episode. And I kid you not. Um, I mean, of course, this is an ongoing story. Uh, so we may not have the information when it gets there. It may be completely different when, uh, you know, Friday hits or, hell, when tomorrow hits even, too. We have no Ooh, idea. This story's been all over the place oh anyway. Oh, my God. So last week we were jumping for joy that Oracle was in a partnership with TikTok. Uh, so we were very excited that TikTok was going to continue with its service, per se. Um, but then that was on Tuesday of last week. or Oh, no, it was on Sunday. It was on Sunday of the previous week. Uh, But then President Trump on this past uh, Sunday, the 20th, um, decided to both ban WeChat and TikTok from the United States, Um, which is really confusing to me, which we'll kind of go into a little bit. Uh, So what they did was they uh, are furloughing, I guess is the best way to put any updates or any changes to the app that's available in the App Store or the Google Play Store. Uh, that's obviously this ongoing thing about China taking our personal data and information and using it against their own will. What came out on the 19th? So wait, he was talking about the 18th, 19th. Okay. TikTok came out with this weird statement. And uh, I got the statement right up here on their, it was TikTok comms or TikTok communications that they have on their uh, Twitter page. And it says, we are, we are pleased that the proposal by TikTok Oracle Here's a weird one. And Walmart will resolve the security concerns of the U.S. administration and settle questions around TikTok's future in the U.S. As part of the proposal, Oracle will become our trusted technology provider, which is something that we discussed as far as how well it made sense, uh, responsible for hosting all U.S. user data and securing associated computer systems to ensure... We are currently... All that fun stuff. (laughs) All that fun stuff. We are current. Okay, so this was the bigger question. We are currently working with Walmart on a commercial partnership as well, and they leave it at that. They said that both companies will take part in the TikTok Global pre-IPO financing round, in which they can take up to twenty percent cumulative stake in the company. We will also maintain and expand TikTok's global headquarters on the U.S. while bringing twenty-five thousand jobs across the country. So, Matt, my take: Walmart, really? Does this mean we're going to have, like, TikTok t-shirts? Like, are they going to be selling, like, a t-shirt that says Charlie with a Dunkin' iced coffee? Like, what exactly is Walmart? Like, how did that come into the equation? Yeah, I mean, I've been hearing these conversations as far as, you know, Walmart stepping into the game. Like, does Walmart want to now take on a part of the social media craze? Like, I know with, like, Facebook, the mogul that it is, it has Instagram, it has WeChat, it has Portal, it has uh, the Oculus. Uh, Twitter used to, ha- and probably still does, acquire a bunch of other things. But you're right. What 
I mean, besides the financial gain out of hosting TikTok or coming up with a stake and being a stakeholder, I'm not 100% sure why Walmart is taking a part of this partnership. Yeah, I'm very confused. Like, this isn't something that Walmart had to do. Like, I would, I would love to know the conversation of how they got involved in this process and exactly why they're getting involved in this process. I, th- I think I, maybe it'll make sense once they release why Walmart is part of the deal. But as of now, it's just kind of a big question mark. Where the hell did this come from? Yeah, I mean, even with these these circumstances, like some companies itself, like, I, I mean, I know, I know a story based, you know, it's a little... Uh, little private story but there was a situation going on where a school was kind of facing some type of financial burden the parents of a school were facing some type of financial burden a company that was not even in the area decided to fulfill the burden and be able to donate back so that may be one of the things where walmart is kind of like you know what tiktok has won the hearts you know they even say tiktok has won the hearts of hundreds of millions of people around the world including 100 million americans uh I, I feel like Walmart is seeing the vision that TikTok is having. And I feel like, yes, Walmart may not be the most perfect fit in the world. However, there is a slight chance that Walmart just simply wants to support TikTok and wants them to continue what they're doing as of today. Yeah, that could be. Maybe they know that, you know, someone high up in the company or maybe they they use TikTok to help their company. Who knows? And they just wanted to kind of save it. Maybe, you know, they know that their customers love TikTok and wanted to, to help them keep using the app. But I think it was it was neat to see that 25,000 jobs. I think that'll make Trump very happy. Um, the other thing that was funny about the whole TikTok announcement, they announced like their opening line was like, we're not going anywhere. <laughs> kind of reminded me of Michael Jordan when he, he made that. Uh, when he announced he was coming back That's after the White Sox, he's just like, "I'm, I'm back." back. <laughs> Good. That that was that was epic. See, it's it's funny that uh, you thought of that. I thought of Wolf of Wall Street when um, Jordan Belfort was kind of under finan- like a, a federal investigation as far as him and his is it money laundering was the correct word? I think so. It yeah. was kind of like they kind of gave him the ultimatum. It's like you leave the company, you do less time in jail, you stay with the company, you get just as time in jail. And he comes up and he goes, I'm not effing leaving after it. <laughs> so that's kind of the vibe that I got as far as, uh, you know, the the financial, both federal and financial situation that TikTok is kind of under at the moment. So I, th- I think I even saw a video of someone making TikTok like acting as Jordan Belfort. From, as Jordan Belfort. He's like, I'm not leaving. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio, baby. That's it. <laughs> I, yeah, I, again. This is such an ongoing story, and I feel like it's important for us as the Funny Business Podcast to continue until, you know, we're not a news podcast, but we kind of have to, I mean, A, we both love the app. There's no, I mean, Matt, I have some saucy TikToks that I got to send you at the end of this podcast because I was up till uh, 1.30 in the morning on Monday night. I don't know why. Oh, yeah, laundry. Let me tell you this. I oh. did not get done with laundry. Matt and I played Fortnite till what, 9.30? Yeah, we got off at like 9.30. 9.30? Almost 12.45 in the morning, my laundry didn't get done through the dryer. Uh, how many loads did you do? I did one. How? I, I mean, I have, it, I have it on the automatic dryer, and it says more dry, so maybe that was the case. But uh, It could be, but still. That's, did you start it like right away when we got off? Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Or maybe, um, I was it ongoing? No, it wasn't. I did laundry as soon as we were done. So I did wow. wash and I did dry, but... 
either way, I digress. <laughs> uh, it's just super exciting to, you know, as the Funny Business Podcast, it's it's good to keep everybody up to date. And we certainly want to try to be accurate in the things that we talk about because it may seem relevant to some people, um, while as others, it may not. But, uh, you know, hopefully for us as TikTok, we continue to enjoy the content and continue to keep our data safe is the most important thing but yes i also have major writer's block on tiktok like i have like i used to post a lot and like now i post like once in a while i just like can't think of any ideas so hope now i have time to think of more ideas absolutely so matt we're gonna move on to the next topic here another would you look at that another follow-up <laughs> not really a follow-up but more so of a one leak later type of deal um iOS 14, we talked about it. Uh, I was called the, an Apple nerd uh, in last week's episode by my Ooh. wonderful girlfriend, Jenna. Um, I'm not, roasted you. I'm not surprised by it. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? She just roasted oh, you. Oh, they said something different. <laughs> what'd you say about my girlfriend? No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, Matt told me to, to F off last week, so I don't know what the heck is going to happen. I was just out episode. of that. just came out of the blue. I didn't actually mean that. Yeah, okay. I, I meant <laughs> <laughs> uh, so ios 14 came out this past week and everybody has been enjoying the update as far as from what i've seen um but on top of the uh complimenting of our previous topic with tiktok matt i don't know if you've seen this or not but i have been annoyed um with some of the new tiktoks that have come out with the ios 14 home screen layout uh, reveals or uh, features that are happening within my For You page. You've been annoyed with them. Yeah, so exactly what we're talking about is the fact that Apple is now allowing you to customize your home screen a little bit. Um, so with the help of shortcuts, and then there are some other things like color widgets, and then what else is another one that I think? Widget Smith. Widget Smith. Um, yep. So you're able to kind of customize it and be able to kind of theme uh, your homepage a little bit. We've seen Star Wars. We've seen uh, Windows 95. We've I've seen, seen a lot of Avengers. Avengers, uh, very color-oriented itself. Matt, I'm going to be honest. I, I know it, uh -oh. it's almost a take-it segment. I do not like the fact of customization for the iPhone. I just do not. <laughs> Why? So, I think it's awesome. Okay. Is it creative? Absolutely. I am totally for anybody who is super creative in the sense that they are using their own creativity and creating something. But with Widgetsmith and Color Color Widget and all those apps, some people are literally just using it to be the aesthetic rather than making it efficient for your iPhone itself. It's I really don't think, you know, everybody's like putting their their photo albums, like their photo widgets and yep. then their widget smiths as far as that. Where's that going to go? It's probably not going anywhere because they just put the photo in so that way it could customize it and be able to show um, other photos and try to fit with the theme itself. And I just feel like that's not useful. And like if anybody wants to prove me wrong and they're actually utilizing it for something else, please tell me. But I am going out on a limb and saying they probably just customize it based on having a photo in the back. That's probably true, but I don't, I don't, I don't see a big problem with that. Like a lot, some people just like having like all red on one page, all green on the other. Sometimes it just makes people feel better. But you're right; it's probably not being efficient at all. But part of this update is that people can kind of customize a homepage the way that they want it. So I feel like it's kind of the best of both worlds in a little bit. 
Now, so how you? I don't know if we've actually talked about this, Matt. Have you customized your home screen a little bit more with your widgets? Yeah, let me look up my phone. So I have. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? How many times you look at your phone within the day? And when I ask you that question, did you customize it? You're like, let me look at my phone. Well, it's funny. I was just playing with Widget Smith and Color Widget like last night, so I kind of messed around with it. So I have the weather widget, like okay. the little weather app. Yeah. And then I have my Apple Watch, like the the activity. I have that one. And then I do have two photos. I have a photo of me and my dad at Yankee Stadium, like facing the field. Yeah. He's wearing his favorite player is Thurman Munson. So he's wearing his Thurman Munson shirt. And I'm wearing my Derek Jeter jersey, which is pretty cool. And then I have two other widgets. I have a widget smith of a graduation photo. And then I have the Apple Podcast Widget Smith, which is pretty cool because it's pretty colorful and like shows you the next podcast to listen to that you have like favorited. I mean, I hope that's the funny business podcast that you're listening to. <laughs> Always. <laughs> but I, I like the widgets a lot. And I think, like we said, there's going to be an opportunity for like third party apps to get their own widgets, which I'm excited for. Like I'm, I, I never knew I was a big widget guy, but I do like the fact that you can kind of create a home screen that's different from every single person in the world. I know I'm putting you on the spot, but I think I asked you this when we were talking about the new iOS update. If you had to pick three apps that aren't native to the iPhone that would get its own widget, what would you want? That is tough. I would say I mean, if you choose Spotify. Four. Okay. I'll do Spotify, Twitter. I'll do four. Spotify, Twitter, ESPN, and I'll throw in... Maybe Instagram, Facebook, something Ooh. like that. Another, another, maybe a Snapchat. What would Snapchat? Probably just jumping in and like. Probably like maybe you can like click like your three top friends and just if they do best friends. I don't even know if they do that stuff anymore. You could open their your your. Yes, ones you with could your just streaks. yes you can open it straight from that widget. Yes, I wouldn't mind that. That'd like be pretty that. cool. Yeah, interesting. What, I what's mean, your? Do you have like a top three or yeah. an app that you would like to have? I think for? I think I shared it with you already. Um, but my my number one that I want to go out is an as a uh, what is it? A task management software called Asana. Um, for those uh, millennials that are out there, millennial business owners, let's put it that way, because that's that's probably like one of the most used things for is Asana. Um, just because I have a lot of work involved in using my tasks and my digital media calendar for work uh i said outlook as another one it's all work related are you surprised um yeah, outlook would be pretty cool outlook is another one um probably like your top like your three most recent emails and they're populated at the like and you're able to read some of it uh so that's another one because sometimes you get caught up in notifications like depending on how many emails you get in a certain time period uh you kind of lose them a little bit and you're like well mm-hmm. somebody emailed me i remember that yeah no that's true like my gmail app like sometimes i just won't open it for a day or two because i don't really see the notification or mm-hmm. feel like reading it so i feel like if there's a widget you can at least read part of it and maybe like click on it and delete it right away that would be easier than seeing you have 11 notifications because you're like oh man i gotta read 11 emails like i don't want to do that mm-hmm so I and I think my last one was some type of social media. So you're kind of rounding it out yourself with like Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat or Twitter. Um, so be really curious to see what that that widget is. But yeah, I'm just I'm not a huge fan of the customization. I mean, I think it's just native to me that I'm using the apps that I am. And, you know, I mean, if it was to if I had to customize it, it would probably be one uniform color. So like if I was able to edit the apps as far as 
utilizing it and like switching it over and like adding a new um, color to some of the apps like messenger or phone or, you know, just kind of making it blend a little bit better. So. Yeah. One, the one thing that we did agree on the best part of this update is that you can get rid of apps on your home screen. Yeah. So you don't have like 50, like 50 apps. Like that was so awesome or folders. Yeah. I still have like two folders, but I have them on the page. They don't always go on. I've noticed that I've, if I need something, I'll swipe down in the uh, the Siri suggestions, like just to make sh- Siri suggestions or the quick search. But literally, I have not gone any further than utilizing the two. It's almost a one and a half page that I have as far as my iPhone. So I guess it's a true testament that sometimes you need apps on your phone because you do need them, but you don't need them all the time. And then there's some other ones where you need them every single day. Yes. And one final point that I have, all of you Android users out there that are like, oh, like who cares about an Apple update? Shut up. We all hate you with your green text messages and your (laughs) photos that have like one pixel. Your phones suck and you're jealous that you don't have an iPhone. Get back to us when there's actually an event for just a update. (laughs) Yes. I also don't know a lot of people that have like an Android that know how to use their Android. Efficiently? Yes. Or like they just don't know how to find like an app. Like it, it's so complicated. Like I'm like if I'm helping someone try to you do something on like take a photo with their Android. Like I need them to open the camera for me because I just can't find it. It's have so you, cluttered. It's so it's awful. Have you ever had an Android before? No, I've always had an iPhone. I've had an Android before. But it, and you realize it's a piece of shit, and you switch oh, to yeah. Apple. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hundred like, percent. Yeah. I've been I, when when like my parents like obviously like I was kind of climbing up on this. I think for us as far as our age itself, we were those people that climbed up uh, in scale of phones. Like I started out with a flip phone in seventh grade. I, I had a flip phone in like eighth grade. Yeah, so for sports because you got to get picked up on the bus and you gotta absolutely. Yeah, like, that's absolutely. literally the only reason why yep. you got a flip phone. <laughs> that's a fact. <laughs> But, you know, I kind of scaled up to, it was the Motorola, oh gosh. The Razor? No, it was not the Razor. Uh, I forget That's the GOAT flip phone. Yeah, the Razor make it, go, the Razor just came back. And it's like $800, $1,200 for the Is it really? Yeah, dude. You, I did, are you kidding me? It's an all touch screen. Like, it's literally just the fact that you could flip the phone, but it's all <laughs> touch screen. <laughs> That's, I didn't know that. I thought it was just like a regular flip phone. I'll have to send you the picture. But um, yeah, I kind of scaled up, and it wasn't until my senior year in high school. Was it? Yeah, senior year in high school, I didn't get an iPhone. An, an iPhone. It was an iPhone 5C. I didn't get one until senior year, too. I, I had a flip phone up until then. So it's, it's surprise. Yeah. I mean, phones. Yeah. But so, we can so, all agree as Android we posted sucks. on social media. Yeah. Green text messages are the worst. No. Yeah. Just you're making our lives much harder yeah. than they are. Yes. Um, and especially with iOS 14, there's a lot of cool updates if you're all iPhone gang. <laughs> um, but we're going to move on to, I, I got too many topics to talk about, Matt. Um, one thing that we were covering was obviously Apple. Let's move it on to the gaming world really quick for a hot second. Uh, during the time of the week in which we were editing and, you know, breaking our backs and trying to get this last episode's podcast out, um, the PS5 and the Xbox Series X. Um, Xbox Series X was released uh, like two weeks ago. Yeah. And then uh, at the time of this podcast, and then the PS5 was released this past week. 
Um, so very close within the time range itself. Uh, Matt, I, I know you're a PlayStation guy yourself. Uh, yep. So I, I kind of want to hear your thoughts on how your uh, reaction is to the PlayStation 5 or more so if you're interested the Xbox Series X. Oh, I'm definitely all in on the PS5. So it looks awesome. I like that it, they kind of switched from like the black console and black controllers to the white console, white controller. I think it looks a lot cleaner. Now, might get dirty a little quick. I don't know how all that's going to work out, but I like the look of it a lot better. Obviously, the graphics look super cool. And I love, love, love the price. I, mean, I was talking about this with my brother. The PS4 was very expensive. Mm-hmm. Like it was more expensive than the PS5 is. PS5 was four ninety nine, and then the digital digital edition for three ninety nine, which is honestly the road that I'm going to go with. The digital, because yeah, the digital. Because I don't really care if I don't have a hard copy, and if I can pr- play the same games on the same console and save a hundred bucks on the price of the actual console, it seems like a no brainer to me. Yeah, I mean, I had a PlayStation Two uh, when I was living with my parents, and. It, I, I enjoyed the PlayStation. Like, I really can't say that I didn't enjoy the PlayStation. It just was a matter of me now getting a Nintendo Switch. And, <laughs> you know, you kind of locked in with that. But the Xbox Series X, I've dove into the Xbox 360 at one point. It, okay. Wow. I really dated myself. The Xbox 360 and the PlayStation <laughs> 2. <laughs> PlayStation um, 2 was awesome. It was. I mean, the slim fit and all yeah. that, which reminds me, like, I these things look huge. Like, these things are not they meant do. to be hidden in, like, an entertainment system. Like, it's meant to be right next to your TV. So anybody who comes into your house, they're like that dude's got a PlayStation 5. like, And I yeah. know because one with the white itself with the PlayStation and then the black with the Xbox itself, um, you know, you're able to see that comparison. But speaking of comparison, Matt, I thought we'd kind of dive in really quickly. Um, the TomsGuide.com in an article written by Marshall Hornerof, uh had some of the quick specs and some of the comparisons that went along here. Um, so with price very easily competitive and about the same price amongst each other, both the digital and the regular console edition, um, they're actually the PlayStation 5 is coming out two days later than the Xbox Series X in November. Uh, and then the key exclusives, which are obviously make really a lot of sense, um, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Ryzen 2, Forbidden West, and then Gran Turismo 7 for the PlayStation Halo Infinite, which is obviously a staple for Xbox. Uh, I almost said Sununas. It looks like Sununas for a hot second. (laughs) Uh, Senwa's Saga, Hellblade 2, Forza Motorsport 8, and The State of Decay 3. I think if I had to choose between the two of them, I'd probably go with the PlayStation because I don't know besides Halo anything else on the xbox series x the the new spider-man game they i watched the whole uh sony event the playstation event the new spider-man game looks awesome interesting uh and fortnite too fortnite especially with the graphics um but with the backwards compatibility matt you'd be happy to know that all of your ps4 games um is going to be you is going to be able to be used for your playstation 5 if you decide to get it Um, And then all of the Xbox One games and select Xbox 360. Oh, and original Xbox games. That's pretty interesting. That's that's going way back. Interesting. So CPU is kind of the same. Uh, It gets uh, the Xbox Series uh, X gets a little jump with the gigahertz, which is 3.8 and 3.5. 
The GPU is 10.3 teraflops. The Xbox Series X is 12 teraflops. teraflops. Uh, And with the RAM itself, they're both the same. Uh, And then storage. Storage, the PlayStation 5 can go up to 825 gigabytes custom SSD, um, which is a solid state drive. And then the Xbox Series X can come up to 100, one terabyte uh, custom SSD. And then resolution stays up the same with 8K, frame rate same with 120. And then the optical disk drive is about 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray, standard PS5 only. So anybody who gets the cloud version certainly will not get this opportunity. But then the Xbox Series X will also get the 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray. Yeah, I I think both fans of... Obviously, those diehard PlayStation fans, those diehard Xbox fans, I haven't heard any complaints on any of them. I mean, the the Xbox Series X is thicker than a snicker. That that thing is huge. <laughs> I mean, it is huge. I've got to take like a drink the P- for that. <laughs> the PS Five is big, but it's not as wide as the Xbox Series X. Now, the Xbox also did come out with a smaller console that is kind of similar to the Series X, but it's I believe it's two ninety nine. And it's it's just like a little smaller version of the Xbox Series X, which I think is also a good idea because, like we've said before on the show, people might not want might not want everything with all the bells and whistles, or they might not be able to afford it. So offering something at a lower price is good for them as well. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna quote. I'm just gonna for next week just slide into social media posts where it's a picture of your face and it says "thicker than a snicker." Matt Summers, 2020. <laughs> I came up with that like as soon as you started talking, and I had to bring it up. Wow. All right. So, um, if you're interested in buying anything PlayStation, Xbox, maybe the Switch, because apparently there's rumors going out there's there's a new, there's a new Switch coming out. So, oh, I did not um, see that. Yeah. So maybe we'll be talking about that on the future pod episode. Oh, baby. Um, but moving on to kind of our last final half of the topic for the last two minutes that we got, um, Matt, I, I kind of was inspired by this, uh, uh, shall you say, phenomenon that uh, I was at work, I was having lunch, and I clicked on a YouTube video that I was subscribed to because, you know, I feel like I, I always knock out one video when I'm like having my sandwich, but then I saw another video on the right hand side and it was something with, oh gosh, what was it for? Oh, <laughs> George Bush reacts to President Obama elected as president. So then I clicked oh, on no. that. And then it got deeper. President Bush unveils painting. Uh, you know, President Obama unveils ba- painting of George W. Bush at the White House. And then it switches over to Ellen, which then Ellen is talking to Laura Bush. And then there's more Ellen that's going on. And it's going down what we call the rabbit hole of YouTube. Um Matt, I don't know. I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but I seem to find myself anything that is involving politics, conspiracies, or um, what else is another one? Just just funny random YouTube videos of like a shot on a cell phone. I, have you ever experienced that? Yeah, not so much on YouTube. I mean, I have done gone down the YouTube rabbit hole sometimes, but a lot of times if I'm on Twitter, like I'll see someone quote tweeted someone else, so then I'll click on the quote tweet. And they quote tweeted another person. And you keep going down like 10 quote tweets because you're so invested in this conversation, whether it's funny or, you know, an argument that's going on or something like that. And then you just keep like once you get to the 10th person, you're like, wait, how the hell did I get here? (laughs) And maybe you clicked on someone's profile to see what else they tweeted on. And then you have to backtrack so far to get back to your own like page. It's it's wild time. Oh, yeah. 
absolutely wild, and especially TikTok too. I mean, TikTok I think, too. Oh yeah. I know the algorithm is a little bit more different than YouTube and Twitter, respectively, as much as any other social platform. But I feel like when you and I like, sometimes I aimlessly scroll. Like, there's sometimes where I just don't find anything humorous, funny, or yeah, uh, you know, something that I can be able to send to you and keeping our streak alive and. It's almost to the point. Have you gotten the, uh, hey, maybe you want to take a break? Have you had that yes. in a while? Yeah, you've yeah. gotten that? I yeah, haven't gotten I, that in a while. Yeah, I, I get annoyed because I don't want people to tell me how long I should be on TikTok. I, <laughs> I, I know I spend too much time on TikTok. You don't need to keep telling me. <laughs> don't tell me what to do. <laughs> not going to call you dad, ever. <laughs> Even if there's a fire. I saw, I really, I tried my hardest. Here we go again with the the, the Facebook rabbit hole. I saw a a political campaign sign that said Brennan and Doback 2020. Oh, could you imagine? <laughs> that would be insane. Did you touch my Oval Office? <laughs> Did you touch the nuclear codes? <laughs> well, they would. Uh, Brennan would be, or no, Dale, no, yeah, Brennan would be able to sell them. The was he saw at the end yachts? Oh, he yeah. would just have his own yacht in the White House. They'd build like a moat around the White House and the um the rose garden. They put in a a twenty foot a twenty uh, what is it a sixty feet deep pool and they just put a yacht in the middle. <laughs> they could play their own like song as they walk out for their first meeting as gosh. president and vice president. Could you imagine they play boats and hoses? They're going. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's their walkout song for the debates and all that fun stuff. Oh my gosh. <laughs> But then, like, during the debates, it's like when they do their job interview with HR, like, it's a tag team. Like, Brennan's behind <laughs> Dale. And he's like, They're oh, wearing, I'm like, tuxedo kidding. T-shirts. Yeah. That would that would make icing on the cake right Oh, there. man. Our freaking minds just, just rattling off. But, hey, that's where it's kind of influenced here with the YouTube rabbit hole. Um, so, if you have been down this YouTube rabbit hole, make sure you let us know in the social media of Funny Business Entertainment on Facebook, Instagram, and Funny Business EN on Twitter. When we come back, Matt has his sports topics. Don't go away. Okay, let's slide into the sports segments for today. Before we get started, just wanted to say uh, thoughts and prayers on our minds today for Patriots running back James White. On Sunday before the Sunday night football game in Seattle, he got a phone call that his parents were in a car accident. His father passed away from the accident and his mother was in critical critical condition. Um, so just thoughts and prayers out to him. And I know a lot of the players were outspoken and just showing all the support that he can get through this tough time. So moving on to the NFL Week 2. It was a good week of football. The games were great, but the big stories were the injuries. The injuries piled on this week, and it's not just a fluke thing. But before we get into why the injuries are happening, let me read off some names. Saquon Barkley, torn ACL, running back for the Giants. Uh, the 49ers had a ton of injuries. Their star def- Both their star defense alignments, Nick Bosa, Solomon Thomas, tore their ACL. Quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo is out like four to six weeks with a sprained MCL. Their running back sprained their MCL. That game was interesting because the 49ers, they play, so they played at the Jets, at, at the, yeah, at the Jets at MetLife Stadium. And a lot of the players were complaining that the turf was sticky. So they got a new turf put in this offseason and they were complaining it was too sticky. And now this week, they're supposed to play at the Giants at MetLife, and a lot of the players are a little concerned that 
this injury bug might happen again, which is I've never heard of turf being sticky. Did you ever hear of something like that? I. Did you ever play on a field that was like very dangerous? I. I don't. I don't. I don't know the best way to explain it. I mean, for the most part, it's probably soccer that that I can compare it to. Um, As far as the turf being sticky. Uh, now I think the only time that becomes a factor is when it rains or has some type of condensation on the turf itself. Um, because if you, I don't know if you, if you've ever been on a turf before after rain, but like when you're playing and you slide or you're sitting on the ground, when the coach is discussing, you literally have pellets all over you as far as, uh, you getting sitting down in the turf. So that's probably my only experience with a like quote sticky turf. Um, but also too with turf itself, uh, I've noticed depending upon the foundation that's put on, that's put on over top of the turf itself, you have some really hard turf that is sometimes very dangerous. Uh, cause I know in some types, I mean, I'm probably just talking right out of my ass here when it comes to talking about turf cause I'm no turf professional turfer is that a correct uh, terminology it's i think it's just like a field Grounds specialist or grounds <laughs> groundskeeper yeah i feel like sometimes in my in my experience it feels like there's concrete right underneath the turf and like i feel like that's super dangerous <laughs> do you blame them though for not wanting to to play at metlife again after they had like a lot of their stars get injured i mean i can't really say that i should you know disagree with them because in most cases when it comes to like high school sports and i know this is totally like far off comparison like you played on the field that you played on and like even then you were like oh maybe you know we got to play this a little bit more effectively we got to um you know pass the ball short i know i'm talking about football in regards to uh soccer in regards to football um you know most cases do you you know do you strategize a little bit differently and it's almost that you kind of have to be careful moving forward when you play at the field. Like if you are expecting that this is a sticky turf, then play like it's a sticky turf. Like don't do anything stupid. Like in most cases, football is made to be injury free in most cases, unless you do something that is out of the ordinary or stupid. So I, I don't know. I, you can't say, Oh, it's bad. And then replace it and not say, Oh, it's not good anymore. Still like, well, I don't know. I kind of understand where they're coming from because MetLife is supposed to be one of the best. It's a newer stadium. It's supposed to be one of the best. And when you do replace the turf, it's not always a smooth process. So it does make you wonder, like, did they kind of just rush to get this ready so that they could play football? Mm-hmm. Or is it just a freak thing that these guys got injured? It is kind of odd that they had, like, so many injuries. Yeah. And it wasn't just the 49ers. I mean, uh, there's other guys across the league, so... Uh, who else is on this list? Christian McCaffrey, star running back for the Panthers, is out four to six weeks. Broncos lost their quarterback for a few weeks. The Packers lost their star wide receiver. The other thing that people got to take in consideration is they didn't have a preseason. So they're still trying to get in football shape, and it kind of does suck that they have to get in football shape and play in games that are meaningful that count towards the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So the other big football news uh, well, actually, before I get into college football, I have to predict Thursday night football again. So I am 2-0 and on my predictions oh, for the team-wise. Last week's score was a little off, and this week is the Dolphins-Jaguars. Now, before I give my pick, 
I just want to say people are already starting to make fun of Thursday night football because the games aren't good and the teams stink and the matchups aren't good. But we, we, we can't be having this conversation. We didn't have sports for like four months. You better be happy and glad that there's football playing because it could get taken away at any time. So I don't want to hear any slander on Thursday night football. <laughs> that being said, Dolphins-Jaguars is not the most exciting matchup, but... I am going to say that the Dolphins are going to win, get their first win of the season. I'm going to say 24 to 20. I think it's kind of low scoring, but I think Dolphins get their first win. Interesting. Yes. I I, I don't know if Tua is going to play. That We've talked about Tua Tagovailoa before. But they also have Ryan Fitzpatrick, a.k.a. Fitzmagic, who just happens to make things work. And everyone always says when they talk about Fitzmagic, he's the only quarterback from Harvard ever. So... Moving on to college football, Big Ten football is officially back. They are coming back the weekend of October 24th, and it seems like everyone's happy, but when you talk to people from the University of Nebraska, they are not too happy. So Nebraska was one of those teams that was threatening to leave the Big Ten because they're not going to play football, and they were going to go out and play their own schedule this year and just have their own season regardless. So they should be happy that football's back. But unfortunately, they're not. So their athletic director, whose name is Bill Moose, was talking, and he has a quote here that says he's not, he's unhappy with the schedule and saying Nebraska has too hard of a schedule. So here's the quote that really grinds my gears. I've got a good football team with a a good football team with a great football coach that deserves a break here or there to start getting back on track and being a contender in the Big West. Who are you to say that your team, who's sucked ever since they come to the Big Ten, deserves a break? It's football. Just because you're not playing well doesn't mean you should get an easier schedule. Yeah, I uh, again, I'm I'm taking this from a higher education standpoint. I'm not a huge fan of of this happening. Uh, I know with everybody with college football, it becomes entertainment for them. Uh, but but these guys are students. And they're, I mean, student athletes, in most cases, I think we forget about that. Um, so I just, I don't know. I know with most cases, like football is a major, and, and I'll say it again, a huge major uh, revenue for them to be able to withstand as an institution. Uh, so I get it. But at the same time, it just, it's not, but I mean, look at, look at any, any, does the 76ers ever get a break as far as team does anybody get a break rebuilding no no one does you have to roll with the punches and i don't know i i feel like it's just because they moved to a different conference they moved back i mean they say they moved to the big 10 i I still don't see the logical reasoning as like well maybe we should have a break okay so you're just gonna go back to the league and you're not gonna want to compete for the big 10 yeah it it, you're playing in a conference only schedule. There's only a certain amount of teams that you can play. It's not like, and they have divisions, so they have like an East Division and a West Division. If you're in the West Division, you're going to be playing the teams in the West and a few teams from the East. Like now, they're upset that they have to play Ohio State. Big whoop to do. Go out and beat them, and you won't be that upset. Like just play football. Now, if we can talk a little bit about it from a football perspective, it's interesting that the Big Ten's coming back so late in October. Because they're only playing eight regular season games and then the championship game. So that would be late November or early December? So the, the championship game is December 19th. Okay. 
Okay. And the college football playoffs are announced December 20th. So here's my issue with I, th- I think the Big Ten came back like a week or two too late. That's cold. Is because it is cold. <laughs> but if you're a team that's 8-1 and one and you lost in the Big Ten Championship, or, or let's say you win the Big Ten Championship but you're 8-1, and one, just because you win the Big Ten, I don't think that's going to get them in the playoffs over, let's say, an SEC team that finished 11-1 and one and lost in the championship game. Like, they're playing two to three less games than most other teams. I think it might hurt them when it comes time for the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, that's – you make a good point. I mean, I, I think – yeah. Go ahead. I, yeah, I, it's just I, – I I still can't get over this Nebraska guy being, give us a break. Yeah, okay, so don't play. Don't play in the Big Ten. Like, just don't. Yeah, it, take, take they were the ones that were complaining they were going to make their own schedule, and now their schedule is too hard. Like, just shut up. Shut be up. happy. That, you, they, you're the reason that Big Ten football came back. Nebraska was, like, at the forefront of this. Mm-hmm. And now they're back. They should be happy that they're going to be making some money, and then they're, they're just bitching about this. Nope. <laughs> uh, NBA playoffs are wrapping up quickly, very quickly. We are almost at the NBA finals. The other night, Anthony Davis – made an insane buzzer beater called kobe after it too he did that was awesome and they actually like asked him about it after the game and he did confirm that he yelled kobe um so this is anthony davis's team right (laughs) what a comment i'm not kidding (laughs) i'm not kidding like this is anthony davis's team yeah i mean we we have not heard much about lebron james Mm -hmm. lately and is it is it rust that he's just not in a conference final mood like is it you know the fact that um he doesn't have the spark in like the way that he used to do is he relying too much on his team now like there's there's so a lot of drink, questions just drinking drink, a little too much too much wine too before much the wine game. Is, it is uh a what do you call it? Penthouse. <laughs> but i like i don't think it's that crazy to say that Anthony Davis is while LeBron James was second in MVP voting this year and probably should have won the MVP I don't think he's the best player on his team anymore. Yeah, I mean, I think Anthony Davis is as well. Not that I'm like disagreeing, but I th- feel like Anthony Davis has a little bit more fire under his stomach than anything yeah. because this is Anthony Davis's actually first legitimate title run. Like he has the opportunity and he has the capability of making it to the championship final. So I think he's totally not like going to give it up as far as an opportunity. Yeah, and we're kind of like we all knew he was a great player. But he's kind of developing in our eyes and like on our TVs as like the next superstar of the league. Because mm-hmm. he, I th- believe he was runner up in play, uh, defensive player of the year and he's just averaging like 35 a night. It's absolutely insane. Uh, the Lakers, uh, game three is tonight as of this recording. They might sweep the Nuggets and they might be swept by the time this podcast comes out. But we can both agree they're going to make the finals. Yeah. No, I, I feel, I mean, I, I said Clipper. I mean, I said Nuggets. You did. <laughs> Props to, to you. You did say the Nuggets. That was very impressive. The Clippers had an all-time meltdown. Oh. That Paul George gave a speech in the locker room about going out, going at it for one more year, and no one was having it. People were calling him his nickname. He nicknamed himself Playoff P. People were calling him Playoff PP and Playoff Poo Poo <laughs> on, on Twitter. It's, it's just like such a first-grade response. But it's just so funny because Paul's were just so bad. And then you have Kawhi Leonard just having sweet jazz played in his head. <laughs> yeah, he's in his mind. He's just like, whatever. I miss basketball. I can't wait for next year to start. Um, 
And so we think the Lakers are going to make the finals. Who do you think is winning this Celtics Heat series? Because this is, I think it's going seven. I think, uh, yeah, it's probably going to go seven. Um, you know, I'm hoping, I think I said before, I'm, I would like to see a Heat-Lakers uh, playoff game uh, as far as for me. I mean, you know, you think about it back then when it was like Dwayne Wade on the Heat and then it was Kobe and sometimes Shaq on the Lakers, like having that compare. I mean, Shaq was on both teams too at the time too, but I'm uh, not at the time, both teams at the time, but like yes. he switched. Yeah, the Lakers between. traded him to Miami. So I, I just would like to see that type of matchup itself. Uh, but I I don't know. I mean, I know I watched a little bit of the game three. Yeah, yep. game three the other night and Gordon Hayward's back. Uh, yes. And, you know, I feel like for him, I mean, he, he's a star player. There's there's nothing else you can go wrong with Gordon Hayward. I think it's just that the Heat now have to rethink of their their uh, plan of action as far as guarding Gordon Hayward, but also guarding players like Kemba Walker. Um, who else is another one? I forget. Uh, Jason Tatum. Jason Jaylen, Tatum is Jaylen another Brown. one. Yeah. Yeah, Gordon Hayward really is like the X factor in this series because they can kind of go small ball. But they're not that small because they're all, like Hayward, Tatum, and Brown are all like six seven, six eight, six nine. Like that's not super super small. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a definitely a, a different lineup that the Heat do have to prepare for, and the, they do have probably the best coach to do that, in Eric Spolstra. I I think the Celtics are going to win, but I do hope. Well, not hope. I think there's going to be a lot of conspiracy theories. If the Celtics do and the Lakers do make it, because then it's going to say, "Oh, the NBA made it the Celtics versus the Lakers," and what we're going to get all that date? talk. Uh, hey, this is just NBA Twitter. You know, the NBA Twitter is just all over the place. But that's definitely coming if the Celtics and Lakers make it to the finals. That'd be kind of weird too, because that's that was Kobe's last playoff run was against the the, the Celtics. Yeah, that'd that's true. Didn't think about that because I think Damn. when I saw when I saw too was the last time the Lakers had a playoff run. Wait, no. It was weird because they threw Dwight Howard in, too. So they beat the Trailblazers. They then beat the... The Rockets. The Rockets. They beat... They're currently playing the Nuggets, and they went on to beat Orlando in the finals. Now it's same exact lineup. Dwight Howard is with them in an Orlando. Like, yeah, yep. okay, like, nice try, ESPN, and trying to <laughs> pull off a comparison there. And they also won that finals at Orlando, so they would be winning in Orlando either way. There you go. So there's there's got to be. Also, if you're the Lakers, you have to wear the Kobe jersey every single game in the playoffs. You're not or in the finals. No, you're not, absolutely not. I know the Celtics sometimes wear their alternate black jersey, but I, this, it, Kobe takes precedence over everything. They should not take those off. Yeah. Last thing on the sports segments, um, Bryson DeChambeau won the U.S. Open. Let's talk about it. I, I don't like who cares. Um, <laughs> you know, this was Wingfoot. The, the the course that this was at was probably the toughest course you could ever play at. Like DeChambeau was the only guy under par to, to finish the tournament. But I would like to see him win the tournament when he has pressure on him. You know, I mean, there's pressure in golf. Yes, there's pressure on golf. Like when there's a guy like when he's tied with someone with like three holes left. I want to oh. like this was I, I count this as like half a major for him. Like there was no fans to heckle him about fire ants or that the breeze was too strong or people are talking too much. Like players, uh, Brooks Kepko, who won the last who won two U.S. Opens, didn't get to play. Like I think this we should put an asterisk next to this U.S. Open. 
I don't I don't believe I'm just saying this because I hate Bryson DeChambeau, but I, I I don't you know who cares. Whatever. I love I love I saw the 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 headline of him winning and I was literally like oh no we got to talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, this, I just I, I would if it was anyone else I would say great job, but it's this guy so who cares? So that concludes the sports segments for today. It is time for a new rendition of Take It. So, like, I was talking with Mike about this, how I kind of wanted to change up the ending of the podcast a little bit, but we still like Take It. So we're going to give you Take It in a different way. So we each have come up. It's still wait, a take that we have. Wait, you're going to yes. take it a different way. <laughs> we're going to take it a different way. Pun intended. Not intended, but it's intended now. So we're still going to give spicy takes in this segment, but it's going to be personal takes that we have. So we're not, it might turn into a debate. It might not, but we're each going to give two takes that we have. Like I told Mike, this is going to be a safe space for anything that we want to get off our chest, anything that we've been holding in or an unpopular opinion that we have, we're going to throw it out there. So Mike, I will throw it to you for the first one. And we don't know what we're about to say. So we, it's still the same take it where we don't know what exactly is going to be brought up. So my first take is, and I know, I know it's going to be a little heated. I Uh-oh. feel like it's going to be a little heated. I gotta bring, I gotta bring out the best. I'm not ready. Um, So I am not a huge, I feel like, I feel like I'm in therapy right now. <laughs> like, um, so what's going through your mind, Michael? I feel like I cannot sit through seasons of episodes. So what I mean by Ooh, that, that is, is a hard, yeah, that's a bad take. I do not, I don't want to say I do not like The Office, but in most cases I get The Office references, but I have not watched The Office well enough for me to understand The Office references. I, I do know you're not a big TV show person. Like you don't want to sit down and watch like three episodes a night. I mean, you're missing out on a lot though. I, I mean, will say that. I'm cool on 10 episodes of too hot to handle and <laughs> love is blind. But you know, for, for things that traditionally were on television and continued on for the seasons, like it's something that is in a continuous manner as far as the progression of the office. I just feel like I can't sit and watch the office and I, I know matt you're a huge office fan <laughs> uh, it hurts my heart <laughs> like i mean hey safe space remember that don't tell me uh, to F off. <laughs> yeah 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 um I, yeah that's that's my first one i just i cannot sit and watch watch very well established uh tv show seasons episodes like i can't watch Grey's anatomy i can't watch parks and rec i can't watch the office i can't watch breaking bad i can't watch Sorry to say, I can't. Stranger watch Things, walk. Stranger Things, The Walking oh, Dead. God. I I just can't. I I don't know if it's just I don't have the time. I don't have the interest. I'll be honest. I tried it once. I I just I couldn't drink the Kool Aid, man. Like I just couldn't. So that is that is that definitely is like a hot take because like you are one of the only persons that I know that like doesn't watch stuff like that. Like you're not a huge like Netflix guy. I would rather watch a movie on Netflix than TV shows. See, like... I. <laughs> This isn't mine, but I'm I, I'm not a big movie person. Like I just can't sit through them. I don't know. Potato, potato. <laughs> exactly. So I'll throw one out here first. So this is going to be – I have one sports one, one non-sports one. Okay. I'll throw the sports one out there first. I Mike swear Trout, to God, if it's soccer again, I'm going to punch you. No, it's not. TV. It's baseball. It's baseball. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Mike Trout is overrated. 
So Mike Trout gets a lot. He is very good. Like he actually might be the best player in baseball, but he's still overrated. The reason I'm saying this is because people always want to vote for him for MVP when his teams are consistently under 500 and missing the playoffs. He's made the playoffs like once in his career. If he was such a great player, he could rally his team up and actually finish the season 500 or better and make the playoffs. Like we we can't just keep giving him MVP every year because he has the best numbers. I feel like anytime we hear Albert wait sorry wow mike trout i almost said albert pujols because that's another guy that i think is overrated too it's that anytime we hear about those two individuals is when they break player records yes and that's when they're like well they should be the mvp well no because they are just breaking their own records like yeah we could have given Derek jeter the mvp for the season when it was his retirement season but no because he didn't carry his team to winning playoffs, World Series, or anything that led to any establishment for a team. Right. Like, it's called the most valuable player, and Trout is the most valuable player to his team. But if they don't make the playoffs and they suck, how valuable is he, you know? Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. I, I could agree with you on that. Like, Albert Pujols, Mike Trout. was another one? Do you have any other? Why do you think Albert Pujols is overrated? I just, you know, I... Because he did just pass Willie Mays for fifth all time in home yeah, runs. Yeah, but at the same time, like, it's the is Aaron Judge when he gets older and healthier? Is he going to be the same person? Like, and I know we're both Yankees fans, so I know it's definitely something to heart. Like, is he just going to be this guy that keeps knocking it out of the park? Probably not. You don't think so? No. Okay. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know how long same exactly. <laughs> I don't know exactly how long like Aaron Judge is going to be playing for because he he. He when he when he came well he became Aaron Judge that we know mm-hmm. when he was like twenty seven yeah like he came up a lot later than most guys and uh, I don't know what going back to Pujols like I think Pujols is potentially the greatest first baseman of all time like he's he hits for average he's won some World Series he's fifth all time in home runs I don't know but that's just me uh, I'll Safe throw it back to you for your final take I had to think about this one. The pregame is better than the actual bar. Uh, that's that's tough. Hey, it's tough. You asked me to find these spicy takes. I found them. <laughs> so okay, ex- I, I, I want to hear your explanation. I feel, well, first of all, you're saving more money with you buying alcohol instead of you going to the bar. Because you think about it this way, like I, here's the thing that annoys me the most. <laughs> Besides okay. the designated drivers. <laughs> yes. People who go to pregames and don't drink. They suck. And then on top of that, don't designate drive. Yes. Not drink at the bar. Yeah. You guys are the worst. You guys are the worst. Yep. <laughs> but I just feel like you have more time. Like, yeah, is it cool that you're going to see the other people at the bar, possibly? Uh, is there going to be some bopping music? Like, heck yeah, because it's everybody's together. But I just feel like considering you have more of an intimate time with the pregame, uh, I feel like you have a better chance of having a great time instead of not having a good time long time at a bar. The only reason I'm going to disagree is because unless you pregame with the same people every time – like sometimes the pregame can be lame. Like if you go to like a pregame with just one of your friends and some of his friends, it can be kind of lame. 
And the bar is, I feel like the bar is always consistent because one, you're drunk. Two, there's hopefully a dance floor. So you're going to have fun. How did you get drunk? At the pregame. Oh, really? Yes. But the bar is still consistently more fun because if the pregame sucks, it's not going to make the bar as fun. I feel like I've had more memories at pregames than I than I have at bars. That's probably true, but that's because we had a good pregame group. <laughs> not everybody has a good pregame group. I was going to question you because I was like, so you're saying our pregames were bad. <laughs> no, I loved our pregames, yeah. but I've been to pregames that aren't like aren't the ones that we've had. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't go to pregames anymore because we're just no, cause we're trash and washed old, up and washed up old. And we drink we drink a lot when we're doing podcasting and doing TikToks now at our own house. And then I have two beers. I'm like, oh, I'm kind of full, yeah, kind tired. Of full. I'm going to go to bed, <laughs> take a nap. I cut myself off. <laughs> yes. Final take, my friend. So this is, this is out there. Not out there, but it's definitely an unpopular opinion. And I think I might have brought this up on the show in one of the earlier episodes that we've done. Burger King is way better than McDonald's. Like Ooh. way better. Like I, I, I hate McDonald's. The only thing McDonald's does better than Burger King is the flavor fish. Oh, that's even a more spicier take. Why? I because I would think like you would say, oh, like the chicken nuggets or the um the burger or do you go to filet of fish, man? Like Uh Filet of Fish is the only thing that's consistently good at McDonald's. Like I would rather take a Whopper than a Big Mac. I like Burger King's chicken nuggets. I'm not I, I don't like Chicken McNuggets at all? Now I haven't tried the spicy chicken McNuggets. Are you? Are you? I saw the, a commercial for those today. Are you the sad sap at, at, during, as a Catholic during Lent that when you go to McDonald's you have to get the fillet of fish? At, absolutely. That's that's <laughs> like I go to McDonald's like three times during Lent so I can get the fillet of fish. That's how I actually liked fish for the first time was because I had to get a fillet of fish because yeah, of Lent. I, no, they're, they're, they slap. <laughs> but I don't like the chicken McNuggets. It, I I'm not. I hate McDonald's fries. I hate McDonald's fries. Like they're too inconsistent. They're either so soggy, or they're like so crispy that there's no potato in them, and they're either too salty or not enough salt. Burger King fries are very consistent. They're thicker. They taste better. Thicker than a Snicker. <laughs> they're th- thicker than a Snicker, and they they just taste better than McDonald's fries. I don't know, man. I feel like you've had too many bad experiences in order for you to say, yeah, I don't like McDonald's. Also, Burger King has chicken fries. You ever have chicken fries? Well, yeah, of course I have. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't they slap? They slap, but... Burger King's chicken sandwiches, the so original the... chicken sandwich, okay. is better than McDonald's chicken this sandwiches. Is, this is a safe space. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Where is the comparison for chicken fries for McDonald's? There's not, but that's okay. what makes Burger King better. Okay. I, I can agree. I do like the chicken fries. Oh, chicken fries are great. There was the one time I actually... There was this weird thing I wanted to do back in the summer. I was like, you know, single and didn't didn't have much friends or communication with anybody. I think it was definitely before I met you. <laughs> Either that or is this we haven't talked that much. It was I was BM before Matt. It be, it's BS. <laughs> it's <there>. BS. <laughs> um, I I remember I wanted to go and try every burger at a fast food place, anything that was in, in mm. the area. And I got the simple Whopper. Like, I got the, just the regular Whopper. I didn't like it because of how horrible it was tossed together for the burger. Uh, yeah, that might have just been the one time. Also, the Impossible Whopper, very good. Really? You tried that? Yes. Huh. Uh, so, my mom doesn't eat anything that's not, like, chicken or turkey. Okay. 
So she's the one that tried it first. She said it was really good. It actually does taste like you're eating a beef burger. Like it, it actually is very tasty. But I've always, I've always, even like when I was like five, I always preferred Burger King over McDonald's. I don't know why. Yeah. I think it was because Burger King for us was located an hour away in comparison to McDonald's, which was like. That's probably true. There's McDonald's everywhere. Yeah. I mean, you can't turn like, you can't drive without like seeing a McDonald's every 20 minutes. Yeah. No, you're right about that, man. So, um, I don't know. I, I, this is weird. I feel I always feel like I need to like decompress after in in in, in this pod, but this, this like is I said, we'll, change, change we'll sprinkle this in once in a while. Maybe we'll do something other than take it. I have some ideas. We'll we'll Ooh. we'll figure it out. Well, Got- if you have any ideas as far as you wanting to be a part of the podcast, or do you have a guest in mind that you want us to try to reach out to? Um, because hey. We're still one for one, and we still haven't made the leap yet in getting another person on this show. I have some ideas on that, too. Oh, okay. So um, if you have any ideas, please let us know. Um, We'd be happy to try to meet the needs of our favorite audience members. Um, And again, thank you all so much for watching and listening as well. Um, If you're watching on our YouTube page, we do try to live stream at least once a week as best as we can. Uh, So Matt tries to play some Fall Guys. Matt had the worst oh my God. <laughs> experience with fall guys um so, so th- close that was up on our youtube page so please feel free to go on and watch um feel free to check us out on facebook instagram twitter only that, fans oh no wait, wait absolutely what? no only fans oh wait what no only fans oh, okay no <laughs> never it's for my eyes only maybe <laughs> no <laughs> Absolutely not. On the record, no OnlyFans. <laughs> well, guys, until next time, we'll see you on the next episode. Stay safe, everyone. <laughs>